welcome to episode 55 of the Monster Squad with your hosts, Becky, Jen, and Abby. We're three generations of real, down-to-earth, and sometimes raunchy moms who talk about our lives. So get ready to reach into your inner monster and take this journey with us. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome. <laughs> All right, this is episode 55, so it is the listener stories. Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, before we get started, I want to uh, reiterate, is the word? <laughs> Hopefully I said that right. Becky's not here to correct me. <laughs> um, she will be here later tonight as you're listening to this. Remember, we always pre-record. Um, so when she gets back, we'll be excited to hear her adventures in New York and all that. So episode 56 will probably be all about uh, Becky's trip to New York. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, but like I said, I would like to reiterate, um, any mom stories that you may have, uh, we like doing these listener stories and we are getting a little low in the bunch of stories. So please send in those stories. Even if you've written in before, please reach out again and share another story or something. We like reading it and we like hearing about people's experiences as mothers or etc. <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll just jump right into it. I will go first. I am listening. All right, I think I fixed the issue. Nope, it's my phone. All right, well, it's going to stay right there. (laughs) All right, so this first one, yeah, I guess, is from Brenda. Hi, Brenda. And this says, my six-year-old son, Nicholas, sat in the grocery cart as I pursued, perused, perused, the canned vegetables. How about this one, Mommy, he asked, handing me a can of asparagus. I love asparagus, I told him. Asparagus is my favorite vegetable, but it's just too expensive. But the can, I put the can back on the shelf. Three months later, I opened a crudely wrapped present from under the Christmas tree. It was a can of asparagus. Nicholas beamed in delight as he explained how he had saved all his pennies to buy me the best Christmas gift I'd ever received. Aww. (laughs) That's adorable. So, like, yeah, it's just vegetables, but he heard you say how much you love it. And he's like, okay, I gotta save it. It's expensive. That's adorable. I remember Logan was probably about like five or six, probably around the same age. And um, a friend of mine took them to, it was Mother's Day. Okay. And a friend of mine took them to Dollar General right down the road so they could go, um, the kids could go pick me out something for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And he was so excited that, he got me a chicken statue. And he, like, was, he just, like, gleamed with, like, like she said, like, just lit up because he was so proud of himself for picking out. I still, to this day, have it. It sits on my mantle. And it's not a chicken. It's a, I think it's a hen or a rooster or something. Yeah. And um, But he was so excited to get me that chicken statue. And he, like. So I totally get it, and it it makes it special just because to them it's 
special. So. Yeah, it's funny because that reminds me when Ava was younger, it was one Mother's Day as well. Uh, she got me this angel. And the funny thing is the angel's black, which, you know, whatever. But it was just because, like, I'm obviously white. So it's just like you wouldn't think that she would yeah. pick out the black one. Um, but it was just bittersweet because she's just like, oh, I got this angel. Happy Mother's Day. And it hits me more because she's not my actual biological daughter. So it's just like those little things that like those special moments, I guess. Yeah. I think it, I I think it means like a lot when the child actually wants to do it, wants to do it and picks out things like for my birthday. Like it's not forced. Yeah. This year, my birthday, Jacqueline got me a stitch, um, like stuffy and one of the smushmallows. Mm-hmm. It's a frog and a hippo, I think. Like you turn it inside out and it's a hippo. But she knows I like frogs, so she got me the frog squishmallow and then some other things. And there was a sticker um, for like your car or something, and it says like I don't know something about sunshine and beach or something like. Yeah. Nothing I would actually put on my car. And Chris is like, I told her not to get that, but she insisted. So, like, I mean, it still sits on my counter right now. But <laughs> <laughs> You better put it on your car. Put it somewhere. At least somewhere where she sees it and knows yeah. that you're, like, acknowledging it. But, I mean, I, I love, like, kids doing things like that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Brenda. That is a very touching story. I'm going to give Miss Tamara back to her mommy. <laughs> she is a wiggle worm. Okay. What's the story that I had here? You got some, man, if you don't know, I just need you. It's like every, like, oh, I, it's like subtle, but I think it's like either us pushing something or yeah, the phone. Not, is it these? Maybe if I unplug it. Sorry about that. I was unplugging a headphone. <laughs> okay. So this next message, message, story. <laughs> <laughs> I guess same concept. Yeah. Is from Paul in Michigan. Hello, Paul. For my brother, sister, and me, Guitar Hero was a competition of who could score the most points on the hardest level. Mom, on the other hand, would play Freebird for 10 minutes on the easiest level while we kids prepared for our next showdown. When Mom restarted the song after missing a note, (laughs) I guess she was better with me. You want to come back to Aunt Jen? (laughs) Uh, Sorry. Um, When Mom restarted the song after missing a note, we all shouted, our disapproval. Rock, <laughs> rock stars do what they want, she said, and we laughed because we agreed. Mom was a rock star. That's why later her funeral felt more like the last stop on the farewell tour with Freebird as a perfect send off. What's the matter? <laughs> it's hard with me because I have the boobs and it's just that's all she wants from me. That's actually, that's something, like, really sweet. Yes, we're not doing that because she's, like, pulling it. One moment, 
going to pause really quick. All right, we're back. You oh. know, you've you. been here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, so, Paul, that's that's actually, like, really touching, and it was probably a... Uh, um, it was a nice contribute, like a bittersweet, sweet moment. Yeah, but, the, like, the fact that they used that song for, like, her send-off. Yeah, I think that, yeah. Yeah, the perfect send-off. Yeah. That's sweet. And Guitar Hero, I used to play that all the time as a kid. I remember going to one of my friends' house, and I would take, was it the PS2, I guess, at the time? I think that's what it was, and I would bring it over to the house, and we hooked it up, and we just spent hours just playing Guitar Hero. Now, I play on easy, too. Maybe every occasionally I would I don't do think medium, I've ever Because it's so game. hard, because at some point, it's more than four of the panels, so it's like I can never like multitask of to reach to like the other one where you have to do like two at a time. It gets complicated. Yeah, I don't think I've ever played guitar here. It's really fun. The and they used have. to have um a different version which is like the I guess the expansion the of no, it oh. was rock band. Oh, so okay. it was like an expansion of the guitar hero brand. Um and they had the drums, you could sing, they had the guitar, they had that so, um, I think my kids used to, I don't know what it was called, but it had like the mat and you had to like, Oh, uh, dance, dance revolution. Maybe DDR. Yeah. I couldn't do that either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Paul, for writing in. That was a very touching story. Yes. Thank you. I see, uh, the theme today. <laughs> <laughs> very touching. Um, all right. So the next one is from Pat. Hi, Pat. Hello. All right. So. This says, the day I was dreading had arrived. It was inevitable. I had seen it coming, but had chosen to ignore it for as long as possible. My very capable, intelligent mom had started forgetting to pay her bills. And it was time to take over her finances. As I looked through her wallet, it's okay. I had made a remarkable discovery. Tucked away in a tiny compartment where... Where were, sorry, four Mother's Day poems I'd written for her in the 1960s. She had saved and cherished those simple gifts for 50 years. What a happy surprise. Aww. Yeah. So even though she's losing her memory, she still has those poems that she can still sit there and remember that you wrote to her for Mother's Day. I remember going through my grandfather's house, and he still had, like, almost every drawing we ever made him, and he, like, kept everything. Wow. My mom don't keep shit, so. (laughs) I don't really either. I try not to. Like, I have some stuff from when Mikey's little, some drawings and things like that, but, like, after a while, it just takes up space, and I'm just like, let's throw it out. (laughs) Maybe keep one thing. So, I actually, um, the first frog picture, and if you guys haven't figured it out, I have a thing for frogs. I'm um, pretty sure we mentioned it yeah. before. Um, the first frog picture that Jacqueline ever drew me, it's, it looks like it's good, but it's, you know, it's like back legs are like way bigger. Like, it's almost like a comic. like a comic looking frog like I love it I have Mm -hmm. it taped up in my office but um 
Hold on. Sorry about that. We should be good, knock on wood, from now. I just, I don't know what the issue with the sound keeps crackling. I don't know where we were. I don't remember. <laughs> what I was we were talking about oh, the Mother's my, Day. Yeah, my grand. Oh, the frog, Jacqueline's mm-hmm. frog drawing. Um, so I was sitting in my office the other day, and um, I decided that that's going to be my next tattoo. Is oh, I'm going to get yeah, her drawing tattooed. Um, I actually would like to do it before she comes back from New York, so I can surprise, surprise her. her. Be like, look. That'd be um, cute. But the <laughs> likelihood of that actually happening is probably yeah. slim to none. My but... next tattoos, I want to finish my arm. So, obviously, I have Mikey's footprints from when he was born. I want to add Riker's footprints and then Samara's yeah. footprints and then with their name and when they were born. And then I have this quote that I want to put on. Uh, let me see if I can find it really quick. Yeah. So, the quote is, I gave them life. They gave me a reason to live. Oh, that's nice. And then I just want to finish it out with the roses, and then it would just be like a family sleeve. Right. <laughs> I think it would be nice. All right. Well, thank you, Pat, Pat for sending that. That was lovely. Yes. And, yeah, now you know where it is, so, like, in the future you can take them and have them as like a childhood memory as well yeah um my sister actually has poems that she wrote um like a long time ago that she still posts to this day like for my dad and i think my dad still has them oh my dad's more sentimental in keeping things than my mom is (laughs) interesting because usually it's the other way around yeah uh okay thank you again pat so this next one is from jennifer in Ohio. See, not me. One. <laughs> Are you in Ohio, Jen? <laughs> One morning, I joke, 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 jokingly told my husband he dropped the ball because he didn't make me coffee and I was having trouble getting motivated to start the day. Oh, it does sound like me, kind of. <laughs> My five-year-old son overheard me and asked me to explain what drop the ball meant. A few minutes later, he came into our bedroom holding an overflowing coffee mug with a dishcloth underneath it to catch the drip. He said to my husband, you dropped the ball, but I picked the ball up. And he handed me the worst tasting, most (laughs) watered down yet sweetest cup of coffee ever. That sounds like Jacqueline. <laughs> Here you go. I did it. No, that's adorable. I would love that. But at the same time, I'd be like, oh, my God, the messing with machines and stuff yeah, and, and burning, burning themselves. themselves. That would have freaked me out. But, I mean, the thought that counts, right? But the, just the fact that she, he's like, you dropped the ball, so I picked it up. <laughs> that's cute. You uh, call your dad out. Yeah. That's really cute. I, uh, Jacqueline actually told Chris this year that she wanted to make me breakfast in bed. And, uh, but we didn't have, like, I think all we had was, like, eggs or something. Mm-hmm. So he, um, she forgot about it. So he just made me coffee. But 
Jacqueline got so mad. She's like, I was supposed to bring her the coffee. <laughs> and then one How year, you? last year, I think it was, they cooked me. I was eating the, um, like, Jimmy Dean breakfast sandwiches. Like, I went through a whole kick and was eating them like crazy. Mm-hmm. And so they tried to make me one of those and bring it to me for breakfast in bed. But they didn't cook it right. So Aww. it was, like, hard and, like, gross. And I was like, oh, thank you. Like, trying to get through. Yeah, I haven't had the kids cook for me. I'd be scared, honestly. But I think that would be adorable if AJ uh, yeah, had the kids, like, cook for me for Mother's Day or something for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I've had AJ, like, order breakfast or things like that. Yeah. Um, because I'm the one that cooks. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you. Who was that from? Jennifer. Jennifer. Obviously, yeah. (laughs) Jennifer (laughs) from Ohio. Ohio. Uh, for setting that in. All right. This next one is from Sydney. I remember as a young child, times were were financially hard in our family. Mom would sometimes have to borrow my allowance money to make ends meet at the end of the week. Still once a month, she would buy some steaks and would grill them up for Dad and I. And then in quotation, she knew I loved steaks. And would end up giving me half of hers because I would want more. I was too young to completely understand what she was doing. But as I become married with children, I came to understand the sacrifices parents make for their kids. True. True. Very true. <laughs> there is tons of times where we sacrifice um, things for our children, whether it's financially, emotionally, mentally. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually remember finding, um, I don't know if it was like my mom's diary or what it was wow. one time when I was like a teenager, like mm-hmm. I was a little bit older. Um, I might have still been in like school. And for whatever reason, I don't even remember what what I was looking for. And uh, the one page Probably just I read because yeah, that's what kids, kids do. do. <laughs> the one page that I read, it was I was in tears mm-hmm. because even though I was a teenager and still didn't totally understand, it was she was writing about how I wanted to go to the dance. And she told me no, and I was mad at her because she wouldn't let me go to the dance when in reality it was just, she couldn't afford it. And, you know, we weren't poor growing up, but we weren't wealthy either. So, like, um, I didn't get it, but then, like, I did understood, and, like, now that I'm older... I definitely understand, and, like... Oh, yeah. I apologize to my mom (laughs) all the time for, like, the shit I put her through. Things that, like, I remember from childhood that, like, I'm just like, wow, I get it. Like, there was one time, I guess... I probably mentioned on the podcast before, but me and my siblings broke a lamp, and we locked ourselves in the down... Because we lived in, like, a bi-level house. Mm -hmm. We locked ourselves in the downstairs room and my mom was like trying to get out she was frantic and then finally she was so pissed at us that she locked herself in her room and then we were like ah mom and she like would ignore us and then I'm like I totally get it 
especially like there's moments where I'm like, all right, I just need to go to the bathroom, and yeah. it's just like I need mental so space. space. Yeah, yeah. And then it, it's always like, knock knock, what? So I'm <laughs> taking a shower. Like leave Being me alone. alone. It's like talk to AJ. Like I am not the only adult in this house right now. Yeah, I think Dad's invisible when he's home. Like, yeah, they it's don't like see it's him. like. <laughs> Uh, it's always ask me. That's like, like a meme I just saw, and it's it's Cinderella, and like the meme like um, phases her from like the rags, mm-hmm. and then to like the ball gown dress, and it says how mom feels when she gets to take an uninterrupted shower. Yes, <laughs> yes. So yeah, it's it's crazy how. I mean, it's crazy how kids' minds work, but it's also crazy how, like, as you get older and become a parent, how you realize, you realize certain things. Well, and you at least hope your children realize. Yeah. I don't think everyone realizes. No. <laughs> um, but you hope, as that's why I always tell my kids, when you get older, you're gonna, you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna understand. Yep. You're gonna. Be like, wow, I gave you a hard time about this. I don't know why. And it's like, yes, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been there. I understand. You may think I don't know, but I do know. I know the tricks. I know everything. Yeah, yeah. It's on the back of my head. <sighs> well, thank you, Sydney. Yes, thank you. All right, let's see if I can maneuver. Fell asleep yeah. in my arms. Tomorrow likes um, Jen today. <laughs> Not me. Okay. So this is from Diana. We lived in the Bronx, all seven of us kids and my single mom. That must have been hard. Single mom of seven? Yeah. It was mid-January and a huge snowstorm hit. The snow was so thick the highways came to a complete stop. We lived a half a block from the highway. The darkness of night was approaching. There were several cars stuck with people and their families and or pets inside. Mom stood up and said to my brother, I will open my house to the stranded people on the highway, she said. Please go and invite them to our house. We had 13 families come. Our living room was covered in sleeping Sleeping bags, blankets, and pillows. In the morning, we had three pots of coffee, one huge pot of hot chocolate, bacon, eggs, and warm French bread. Everyone showed such gratitude. Mom's acts of kindness and humanity was so profound to me. She showed us all the selflessness of helping others. That's amazing. Yeah, because I don't know if I could personally do that. Like, meaning like, not that I wouldn't want to do that, but it's the fact that if you're letting strangers in your yeah. home, that's the tough decision. And she had, what, seven kids? Yeah. So, like, letting strangers in your home around. See, now, that that is, like, that would my be the personality. Thing, yeah, that would be like, the one thing holding me back. You never know who you're letting in. Right. And that's, that's one of the things, which I get it from my dad. Mm-hmm. Because my dad helps everybody. Mm-hmm. So, I'm always... Now, granted, in my older years now i'm not as quick to help everybody because one the world we live in today yeah and two just i'm tired of people walking all over me all the time so 
But I will, especially for the people I love mm-hmm. or even strangers like that I see and you can you can see they are struggling. Yeah. Like I will go, you know, out of my way to help them and maybe not so much give them money or whatever. But like if I see like a homeless person, whatever, like get them a hot meal or yeah. whatever, like um I don't know where I would fit 13 families. <laughs> That's a lot. Um, you get express, this floor. You get this floor. Especially in floor. the Bronx. I mean, they're... Yeah, they're probably living in an apartment. Yeah. You would assume. Uh, or like a townhouse or kids, something. with seven kids, it might be a bigger... Like a big townhouse type yeah. thing. Um, I, I don't visit... I never visited the Bronx very often. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess they're from New York. <laughs> like yeah <laughs> well unless they moved, moved but they grew up in new york yeah is where um i mean it's that's a lot with seven kids like that i assume it well it was when she was growing up so it was back in the day yeah when so times were different yes, yes um well that's like i can remember my dad picking up hitchhikers God, and like, no. well, he had a pickup truck, so he would make them sit in the bed, but yeah. he would pick but up still, hitchhikers. I would <laughs> never. Yeah. And Summer was actually talking about it. We passed, like, uh, I don't know, one of the random people walking down. Well, yeah, I would the say, street. there's always hitchhikers and down I'm, the road. I told her, I was like, first off, you have to be careful because a lot of those people walking are people that just got let out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> so. I said, and second, I was like, you don't know you don't nowadays. Know intentions. Yeah. I, was I mean, like, you can't just pick it, it up could be, It strangers. could be just an innocent thing, but like, especially as a female, you sh- yeah. should not take that risk. No. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that's all the stories we have today. It's a very short episode. Probably the short. Uh, Close to the shortest one we've done. It's because we don't have Becky to fill in the airspace, airspace. right? <laughs> that, and we don't have the extra stories to give to her. Yeah. But, you know, there's a theme. Today's stories, they were all very touching. Yeah. Great very, stories. Very touching stories. And I do appreciate all the stories. Like I said, we are running short. So please send in more stories. That way we can continue to do the listener the stories. stories. Um. Let me get my stuff. Becky will be back next episode, so that will be an adventurous quarrel. Get that we will get about to go into <laughs> trip to New York. Yes, we'll find out. All right. So as always, you can follow our social media pages. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, The Monster Squad, or at Monster Squad. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok. The underscore monster underscore squad. I almost forgot what other thing I was going to say. <laughs> um, you can find us on YouTube as well. And then, as always, any mom stories or topics you may have, please email them to the monster squad at outlook.com. In the title, put topic or mom story. And then let us know if you would like us to use your name, um, where you're from, or if you would like to remain anonymous. Anonymous. Jen. Jen. Uh, Other than that, thank you for listening to The The Mobster Squad. Squad.